It's Spooky Saturday. Saturday is my favorite day of the week. You have toiled, suffered, struggled all week long, and now you're here to get the chills, thrills, and everything in between, from pop culture cryptids to history. I'm your local ghost host with the most, Devin Ray. Now, let's get spooky, shall we? It's Spooky Saturday! It's Spooky Saturday! It's Spooky Saturday! Hey, hey, hey! Hey! Hi, hey, hello, it's me, Devin Ray, your ghost host with most, bringing you to chills and thrills almost every single Saturday, and I am joined once again by my beloved Will Stores. <laughs> How you doing, Will Stores? I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, happy to be here. <laughs> and this time, you can hear him! Boo, boo, boo! Technological improvements! Oh my god. Will, I am so excited because today is actually something that I don't know jack shit about. <laughs> cool. So this is going to be fun for me. Today, uh, we're not we're not talking about a movie. We're not. Well, we. I mean, I guess kind yeah. of we are. There's a movie now. We are going to go through the monster emporium of the satanic <laughs> evil. <laughs> unrelenting <laughs> tabletop game Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> is my dragon voice I love it <laughs> Benedict who yeah right that like, was it yeah I got her smog 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 yeah the great and terrible the great and terrible <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. I don't play D and D. Famously, yeah. <laughs> now it's at a point where I think it's just like a staple of my personality for some reason. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. I do, I don't know why. I don't because maybe I'm never invited to a game. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> No, my brother plays D and D. You play D and D. What What is your current role? Oh, <laughs> 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 yes, very good. <laughs> in, in the uh, Dungeons and Dragons universe, uh, I guess uh, my current uh, character is a warlock tiefling. Okay, uh, which is like a horned devil man. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, who uh, warlocks are kind of notorious for having uh, a kind of patron of some kind that gives them gifts for a price. I think that's the their whole bread and butter kind of thing, and it's a uh, it can range from anything from like having a, a the devil back you to the uh, uh, someone from like uh, the archfey like Oberon or Titania. Okay, giving you gifts to anyone from like Cthulhu can you know give you. So you can pick anybody. As yeah, your patient. pretty much. Like, okay. Yeah, you can. There, there's a whole slew of them. You can, Jared you know, Leto. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't recommend that one. That just seems like a bad deal all around. But you know, uh, <laughs> just it, yeah, unless you want to get bad rolls for the rest of your life, but. Ooh. <laughs> it's Morbin time. Uh, <laughs> Dunking on that hoe. Oh, Dunking on him. I just can't. Not, uh, God. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we're we're um, uh, playing around a little bit of a homebrew situation with a couple of uh, mutual theater friends right now. Okay. Um, uh, so he, he, like I said, he's a devil man. He's got wings, the tail, horns, very dark crimson red skin. Ooh. He's, uh, he, uh, it, it, um, 
is very charismatic. Oh, as warlocks tend to be, because that's their like main kind of, I guess, uh, social kind of ability is uh, using the charisma stat. Oh yeah, yeah. is your charisma stat maxed out? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay, not okay, yet. it's getting there. But and you're not the the DM for this one. No, no. But no. you have been a DM before or a dungeon master. Yes. But there's also other terms. Is there game master? Yeah, I mean, it pretty much means the same thing. It's just one of those, uh, each kind of like tabletop has its own colloquialism depending on the the setting that's used. Like there's a, a Lord of the Rings one that I that I have. Um, that <laughs> nice. Where the storyteller is called a lore master. So it's just because it's treating it like it's a history. Like you're like the, the Peter Jackson movies kind of like we're a war documentary kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. like it's treating it like it's a it, you're reading it from a, a book off of Elrond's shelf kind of thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So uh, it, it depends on what the, the, the game you're playing is. But the Dungeon Master, Game Master all means the same thing it all means the same thing yeah. nobody's gonna be upset if i was like oh you're a dm and they're like no i'm a gm i mean i'm not <gasps> gonna say no because <laughs> you know i mean every every uh kind of like a fan group has their oh okay so like oh it might get touchy yeah i mean yes yes <laughs> yes uh, uh but not in any groups that i play of course but you know they're out there. How long have you been playing D&D? Uh, since college. Since college. Yeah. So it was um, uh, the first kind of um, <clears throat> brush with it, I guess, was technically with uh, Pathfinder, which is a kind of, uh, I guess, a rival company of Wizards of the Coast. Okay. Like, they're, it's kind of like, the, you know how the OGL thing that was going on? Well, surprise, surprise, Wizards of the Coast tried to do this years ago, mm-hmm. and what happened was that a group of people splintered off, and they, they basically started their own okay, cool, cool, thing, cool. and called it Pathfinder, and that's the rest of the history. So, uh, that was the first time I got introduced to the world of tabletop, was playing uh, Pathfinder, and then it, it kind of became more of a recent thing, kind of playing around with Monford within the past couple of years actually okay because uh, I think it was during like Living Dead in Denmark we were like just talking about playing D&D and it was like you know we should just get back into it and so we just kind of did oh cool yeah yeah cool 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 how do you feel about uh, cultural depictions of Dungeons and Dragons at this point uh, uh, just like on Stranger Things or the Dungeons and Dragons movie or maybe anything in like the Satanic Panic or <laughs> Freaks and Geeks, things where they reference D&D. How do you feel? Like, is that accurate to your experience? Do you feel like it's like reductive or? I mean, I feel like it's more of a personal kind of preference, obviously, for these kind of things. But like things like Big Bang Theory are not, I okay. feel like, representative of my experience with it. Okay. Uh, but things like Stranger Things, yes, I think that's an incredibly uh, interesting depiction of it, mm-hmm. especially because the character Will Byers. I was like, that, that's me. <laughs> like that, that, yeah. I'm Will. He will. Yeah, we both will. Uh, <laughs> but we both care more <laughs> about D and D than I guess uh, men at this point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who needs them? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> just kidding, though. If you are Jamie Campbell Bauer listening to this please give me a call <laughs> at will stores official yeah yeah follow my tiktok and uh also uh, 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 love me. um 
<laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> um, uh, but the D and D movie was phenomenal. Okay, uh, like I thought it was, it it was very much the right approach to kind of like reaching a broader audience because it's it's Guardians of the Galaxy but with a D and D skin. Yeah, I've heard that. I haven't seen the D and D movie yet. I want to, but I heard like they made a point to have it not be. You watch people play the game. This is the game that they're playing. Yeah, you are seeing people existing in the world that is what D&D, like the world that D&D uses. Okay. So it's like the locations and some people will be like, oh, I know who that is. Or this place is in the game. But it's not like, oh, Chris Pine is playing a bard. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's what he describes himself as. But it's more like because he's uh, he has certain characteristics that are equivalent to to what the class is in the game. So it's not like uh, it's a one-to-one kind of thing. It's more like a, a kind of exploration thematically okay. about what these classes, races, characters, world is than being a kind of like accurate depiction mm-hmm. of what a... Well, I'm, I say an accurate depiction of what a session is, but honestly, if you do see the movie, it's very much kind of like what a, a typical D&D session it, 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 like what 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 uh, characters and party members do it's like i mean yeah they do stupid shit all the time so it's like and right. it somehow works <laughs> and it's like yes i've actually done that uh, that that is very uh, true to form but it's it's not like you know <laughs> mechanically speaking not following the rule book okay if that makes sense yeah and so from what i have understood in our uh many several talks about D&D is like there are set storyline-ish things, story bubbles, I guess you could say that you can play, like mm-hmm. campaigns that are set up that have a framework, but you can wiggle about as a DM within that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like the Dungeons and Dragons movie is like close to that kind of like, there's a framework, like you're saying there's characters you can recognize-ish, but it's not like oh, there's Vecna, I don't know, like, mm-hmm. or... I mean, I mean, yes, very much so. It's like uh, the, uh, the the adventure modules, adventures, whatever, like, set stories, but they always say in every single book, there's like, you know, if you need to, because imp- you will need to improvise almost every single time because your party will do some stupid shit or go completely off the rails for some reason or another. Uh, it's hard to predict what players will do. Uh, and you as the DM have to adapt to that kind of spontaneity it's um very much a high improv situation kind mm-hmm. of thing but the movie is uh it, it, it i think it's because it treats itself also like a heist film where everything that can go wrong will go wrong mm. it's very much lends itself almost kind of like in a beautiful harmony of kind of like themes in D and heist movies that uh the the improvisational nature of like planning the heist or getting the job done or finding this treasure or person whatever is very much like parallel to one another like it, it it's almost kind of beautiful in the way that it's set up like that cool yeah so i, I very much like appreciate that it made me laugh multiple times do you have like a favorite uh campaign group or something that you watch that's not like that's not like allegorical or kind of representative of D and D, but like uh, Dimension Twenty or things mm. like that. Like, it, or do you have like your favorite? What's your favorite? 
it's hard to say because I do watch a lot of D- Dimension Twenty, and uh, right now I'm like grinding. Well, not grinding through because it makes it sound like it's a chore, but it's not. Uh, it's just long. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Critical Role. Uh, I'm making my way through their story arcs, uh, and but the first kind of like podcast or like shows that I would watch would be. The Adventure Zone with the McElroy brothers, uh, who were like a comedy kind of uh, group. So they they tend to like take things very much on the silly side. Like it's they're hilarious. They they play the game very well. Like it's like not you know they're just not fucking around. Yeah, they're, they're yeah they're not fucking around, but they are like having fun with and they're, 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 the characters that they bring to the table are very much kind of like their strong suit. And I mean not to say that their storytelling or whatever is bad, but it's like you know. The, the the joy that they bring is very much in kind of like the, the comedy that they create with these ridiculous characters that, again, manage to accomplish amazing, great things in the world that they are playing around in. Where Critical Role is very much like that they have fun with what they do, but they are very much kind of like, this is a serious group. Serious, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's not like that they, you know, get into fights over rules or, you know, mm-hmm. be like... Uh, things but it's just very, they, they 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 do tell kind of like a very kind of like real story like this is kind of like what the myths and legends of the Dungeons and dragons universe kind of like would be mm-hmm. if they were like these characters in that world kind of thing so uh but they they have a like you get kind of listen to them for like wonderful character work because I mean it's a bunch of voice actors too that's yeah. like that that kind of like lend them their talent to these characters so it's like you, that uh, comes across uh, pretty clearly um, but um, I almost lost the thre- uh, thread there for a moment uh, <laughs> got caught up in my own little little, little tangent um, uh, but but they're wonderful in what they do uh, very serious but you know they're accurate i i guess they like i mentioned it earlier but i'm gonna do it again like they're very much like the peter jackson take on lord of the rings mm. so they take it they they give it its due diligence yes yes and they mechanically kind of like do the math they do the the abilities and things like that they play their characters according to like their their what backgrounds they've chosen mm-hmm. classes and things like that but they they uh work well together and they kind of have a, they tell great stories like mythic kind of oh hell yeah yeah are dungeons and dragons a part of dungeons and dragons yes oh cool <laughs> well that's been it for this yeah. week no <laughs> cool, cool, cool. so this is a scary podcast um and everything we've talked about so far has not been it's just a lovely little thing a little exposition but you are here to tell me about monsters yes monsters in the game that mm-hmm. a player could come up against in a dungeon not a dragon maybe mm-hmm. do things live in dragons i don't know tell us more oh several things here. and i i specifically kind of like tried to keep with the theme of being spooky and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh i'm pulling from uh, a couple of monsters from the the fifth edition uh monster manual which is Exactly Ooh, what it sounds like. There's a monster manual. Yes, there is. It's so cool. A fifth edition. Yes, it's oh, look at little, that. You guys uh, can't see it, but that's your fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I did think about bringing minis, and I was like, ah, nah, wait till we get more listeners share this with your friends and then maybe we can do a video episode where you could see some mini yes exclusive on patreon no (laughs) i don't have a patreon (laughs) i might oh oh
Will Story's official. Um. And then also from uh, one of my favorite uh, source books is uh, Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. Ravenloft. Yes. Oh, God. It's one of my favorite, like, planes of existence. It's uh, very much the Dracula... Uh, Transylvania kind of like Ooh. yeah Ravenloft it's a it's got a whole it's got its own like adventure kind of thing where it's just basically you fight Dracula um <laughs> yeah yeah Strad von Zarovich um oh, and it's shit. got it's got everything um it's got everything yeah but the this book specifically is kind of like an expansion of that style of horror uh in it it's got uh kind of expands on um different realms, planes, dimensions that are connected to Ravenloft through one means or another. That mm-hmm. are basically, each realm is just a different love letter to a, uh, a style or genre of horror. Um, there's like a there's a mummy one. There's one where it's like the whole gimmick is that there's just a ghost train that goes through like a cracked continent kind of thing, and it's just like it doesn't stop, and you kind of have to like you know. And it there there's some in there that's just like it tells you what the threat is, like the ghost train, but it doesn't tell you anything else about it. So you have to like as the DM or player just like get dropped into it and just go. Amazing. Yeah, I love uh, a ghost train. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but there's a bunch of like other vampires. There's one where it's like uh, werewolves, ghosts, just uh, uh, Frankenstein. Are there summer homes in uh, Ravens? <laughs> <laughs> Can I rent there? What's the rental market? Uh, it's more like midsummer uh, homes. Oh. If you get my drift. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. So I'm good then. Yeah. yeah okay. You're, great. You're great. Yeah. You're wonderful. Fantastic. Yeah, you do great. Um, <laughs> Next week, coming to you live from Ravens Love. Yeah. <laughs> Bat squeak. Back, bat squeak. Yeah. One day we'll get a soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> but for now, it's just me telling you what the sound is you would be hearing if we had one. Bat squeak. Bat squeak. Tell me about a thing. I want to know about a thing. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so the first one uh, here is called the Lugaroo. Oh, the Lugaroo. The Lugaroo, which I think is actually based on a... A Rougarou. From Louisiana. They're oh, Louisiana yeah. werewolves. Yeah, and that's exactly what this creature is. Uh, it's uh, spelled L-O-U-P-G-A-R-O-U. And it's basically the, the, the kind of... Um, uh, big thing with this is just a slightly more intelligent, more lethal form of uh, lycanthropy. Because in the game, uh, you could cure like lycanthropy with a, a spell called Remove Curse, and it's just like that's it. That seems really basic, right? Like it's kind of annoying. It's like it undermines the power and threat of. They necro- couldn't come like, up with a different name. Apparently, like not. Uno Reverse. Like yeah, yeah, no, I mean that's exactly what it is. So basically, that this monster is kind of just to, to correct that mistake mechanically i okay. guess uh but it's uh, it uh, it i don't know it's just more deadly than it's kind of like i guess uh um common variant kind of werewolf okay. kind of thing because it's smarter yeah smarter bigger it, it's it's a super soldier kind of situation mm, like the white balverines in fable yeah mm. yeah very much like that yeah i like that that game so much uh, <laughs> i like that game so much it's very cute um so it's bigger it's smarter mm-hmm. how do you how like do we know how it's made is it like born is it a blood curse or uh it i think it's uh a, it, it says it's kind of like just it, the it's like a humanoid that succumbs to the lugaroos lycanthropy becomes a werewolf and it's just i think it's just a strain 
like it's more blood cursy. I, okay. I guess. Okay. Like it's a, the infection kind of thing. So it, it's it's kind of like standard rules, standard weaknesses apply to. It's just a bit beefier than its cousins, I guess. You might die. Yeah, you probably will. How do you kill it? Um, uh, if you wanted to. Yeah, if you wanted to. Could you roll to befriend it? Could you, you be friends with it? I mean, yeah. It'd probably be like an incredibly difficult kind of like challenge to overcome because these things are just like, you know, killing machines smart strong yeah. killing machines yeah raptors pretty much but werewolves uh <laughs> okay, okay okay so it's like you know you can you can probably like everything in the the indie universe can be a, 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 a defeated quote unquote in a myriad of ways it's like not just a straight slash like hack and slash kind of mm-hmm. solution every time although that can be the most fun <laughs> 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 uh, uh that's kind of it for the uh Luguru. it's considered like a very legendary beast uh, if it's 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 definitely known as like a, a party killer. Kind Ooh, like, yeah. okay. Like it's it's difficult for it to to kill one, but I mean, you know, it's a werewolf. <laughs> so, but you could kill one in the usual ways: the silver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm things like fire. Probably, I don't know if things like sunlight would bother it or anything like that. But, mm. um, yeah, I I, 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 I personally haven't run across one in any of my campaigns yet. Yet. Okay. Yet. Um, you're saying that now. Yeah, I you're, know. You're going to get one tonight. I know. I don't know if you're playing tonight. No. As... <laughs> no, no. Soon. Yeah, soon. Your next little little meeting yeah. session. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much all I can say about the Luguru. Okay, cool. I love it. Mm. Smart werewolf. Like Smart deep werewolf. blue sea, but for werewolves. Yes, exactly that. Yes. <laughs> Another reference I get. Yay! Yay! Uh, <laughs> What's next? Next. Okay, we got the Star Spawn Emissary. Uh, this one is basically uh, Cthulhu meets John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh my god. Yeah, it is. Uh, Why does that exist? Because the the world is dark and full of terrors. Oh my god. <laughs> that sounds like it's unbeatable. It pretty much is. Uh, it's, in, uh, it's, again, a legendary creature that can come in multiple forms. And it's one of those uh, uh, star spawn are like the fingers of alien realms. They're like, oh! They, they, they get sent out to like... Oh! scout out and like is it a shapeshifter can it like assume mm-hmm. your I, yeah i mean it's it's uh, it's one of those like it, it's just <laughs> like the thing where like or goes you and like it turns like you can't see the picture but it's like multiple like a wolf rabbit kind of like oh my god gelatinous kind of like you know uh, a very uh, hp lovecraft kind of uh yeah uh, horror yeah um the uh it, it's just um Mm. Is it big? It can be. Um, it can be anything it wants to be. Yeah. Oh There's my a god! Lot of creatures that can do that, but it's so like this one is specifically like engineered by like uh, alien. Like I think it's the 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 far outer realms, or I think it's like what the 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 its home is called. It's like basically like uh, Sheogorath, very um, madness, uh, anarchy, kind of like uh, Cthulhu's, like you know summer home oh my god you know? yeah and it's just it's just like here to to kill to yeah, to, to, consume. to to consume and absorb yeah and pretty much just like you know scout out the place what happens to you if you if you die by it uh let's see um do you get do you become part of it is like do you become part of a hive mind i think it's like one of those you get absorbed by it oh my god mm-hmm. i hate that it, it's have you come great. up against one of these dudes no. 
You don't. <laughs> no, 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 we are not prepared. No, these are these are awful, awful beings. Um, this sounds like a boss. Like, yeah. Like this is what you would find at the end of like a bunch of minions. Like the minions were all little phalanges of this one thing. Mm-hmm. Is that accurate? Yeah. Oh my god, it's so scary. Like mm. it can be. Yeah. Is it like a little bunny? Yeah, yeah, it can be a little bunny, and it's like its whole thing is that it's like it undermines perceptions of order, trust, and reality on global scales, raising ah! worlds for sanity-shattering revelations and cascading apocalypses. Do you think one is here in the room with us right now? <laughs> I mean, if there is, you legally have to tell us you if you're a star spawn emissary. It sounds like there's a lot of uh, discord being sown in our world right now. So, like... I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. Yeah, if they could just hurry up and, you know, wrap it up, that'd be great. Starship Elite Monster. What is it called? The Emissary of... Star Spawn Emissary. Star Fuckery. Yes. Star... New name. Wizards, if you're listening, <laughs> we got a new name for it. Star Spawn Fuckery. I don't like that thing. Yeah, no, it's... I it's don't want to... I don't want to meet it. No. I wanted to meet the Lugaru, but I don't want to meet <laughs> that thing. That thing sounds horrendous. I would be so pissed if I were playing my first game of D&D. <laughs> and that was it? They're like, oh, Devin, you lonely uh, halfling bard. Um, I'm a barbarian. But, uh, <laughs> please. Uh, <laughs> this is, you come across a, a, a mouse. It's in a trap. What do you do? I'm like, oh, I go to save it. Surprise! It's the star fucker here to get you <laughs> and <laughs> absorb you into a never-ending <laughs> chasm of chaos. Is that crazy? Are you going insane? Are you yeah. going insane right now? <laughs> yeah, that's like crazy. You crazy? <laughs> yeah, like, yes. I quit. <laughs> Actually, I'm oh, done. Oh. I don't want to play with you guys anymore. That oh, was no. real scary. Oh, no. Oh, no. What do you no. think it sounds like? Does it have a voice? Does it talk? I, I don't know. I mean, if I were the DM, I would probably give it that voice, but it's kind of like one of those um, uh, modulated voices that's it doesn't quite gra- like doesn't have lungs or quite grasp. Oh, like you know, of speech. course it doesn't. Oh, of course that sounds exactly like it would sound. Oh, mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate it. I love it, but I hate it. I watched <laughs> the shit out of that movie, but like, yeah. <laughs> no. I don't like it. No, it's okay. Give me something else. I okay. want to rid the star fucker from my brain. Okay, well, how do you feel about Slenderman? Uh, I love Slenderman. Okay, cool, I'm cool, cool, cool. Because uh, uh, there's uh, a being called the Bagman. The Bagman. And it's basically Slenderman. But the whole gimmick is uh, there's this magical object in the world of D&D called a bag of holding. And kind of for... That can hold... All the things. Yes. Yes, it's, I know that. Yeah, it's a Mary Poppins kind of like you pull in it. You put stuff in. You can pull stuff out. You just got to think of the thing you want. Reach in, pull it out. Okay. The Bagman is uh, considered an urban legend uh, about an adventurer who sought to escape doom by abandoning his party and hiding inside a bag <gasps> of holding. When he tried to leave, though, he became lost amid a constantly increasingly number of extra dimensional storage spaces. Over time, the strange forces of this magical in-between place transform the adventurer into a monstrous creature. Now, every night, the bagman slips out from a random bag of holding. Oh, no! If he doesn't find his home, he drags someone back into the bag with him and leaves behind some trinket from his hidden kingdom of lost junk. 
Some say that if you speak too loudly over an open bag of holding or whisper, follow my voice into a magical storage space three times, the bag man will come for you. That's fucking dope. Right? That's dope. That Okay, that's my <laughs> new favorite movie about a D&D monster, the bag man. Because, holy shit, I love that. Like... What does he think? What is he about? Like, what are his interests? I want to know the bag man. Like, right. maybe just... he just wants a friend. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want to go home. Oh, I can't go home? Okay, well, I want you to come be with me in my home. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's, like, pizza in the bag. Maybe. You're like, no, there's not. <laughs> I mean, it's He's probably, a monster. It is. He's probably insane. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. He's yeah. just wandering. Eons of people's... Pita pockets? I don't know. What would you put in a bag of holding? Everything, anything, really. Anything. Yeah, uh, magical items you don't uh, can't use at the moment. <laughs> Any excess of treasure you find. So yeah. he's like got all the shit. Oh yeah, yeah. But he can't use any of it. Oh yeah, I mean he doesn't need to, or he doesn't have any use. Like he doesn't understand what it is he's living with, and it's just like it's it's all coming comes and goes for him. And the funny thing is, like. Like you've seen some of the stuff in the book that I They have things mm-hmm. called like stat blocks where it's like they have all their abilities, their uh, the the health, whatever, mm-hmm. kind of laid out for the DM to use. Bagman doesn't have one. That means this this guy, this thing, uh-huh. is pretty much like if it, he is real in the game you're running, he can't be killed. Like it's <gasps> it's one of those like uh, insidious kind of. Oh my god. Yeah. Yep, yep, can't can't be beaten. Oh can't my be, god! There's, there's nothing to do. Ex- I mean, it's like it's it's doing the whole bloody mary in the thing. It's so like, he's like he's actually an urban legend within this world. Like mm-hmm. yeah. So if your DM decides that the Bagman is going to come out to play, it he's going to come out and play, and there's not really a lot you can do. And he I just mean, takes one of your party. He can, yeah, and or like a friend become, yeah. or something like their little uh, companion animal or npc whatever that you picked up along the way like mm-hmm. yeah. <gasps> and that could be like you know the adventure hook itself like you have to go into the bag and like oh my god pull them out kind how of do thing. you even write that how would you write that is there like a set for that like is there like a set framework for going in the bag no i don't think so <gasps> not, not, not that i'm aware of so it's like you know that's entirely up to the the dm's kind of like discretion i guess and you can probably do anything. You can do like a whole Hellraiser kind of like oh my god. Leviathan. Oh my maze. god! Like that's that's the bag of holding. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. So like, you does do people do people know about the Bagman when they play, or like would you, could you trick a new player, wink wink nudge nudge, <laughs> into getting a bag of holding for whatever in a quest or something, mm-hmm. and then spring it surprise on surprise. Oh yeah, totally. <gasps> That's nefarious. I know. That's even, I think that's, that's almost worse than the bag band itself is subjecting. It's like going, hey, do you want to watch this videotape? I'm going to go to the other room. Make sure to answer your phone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Seven days. Um, that's a, that was an old ass movie now. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't think about that till I said it. I went, oh, that's, that's, that's 20 years. That's 20 year old movie. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 9-11 fucked us up. I've said it. <laughs> I, I have no idea what time is. The 80s feel like 20 years ago. Um, Fair. It's not. Yeah. It's 40. The 70s are 50 years ago. Um, I don't. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. 9-11. Yep. Never forget. Never understand time post 9-11. Oof. Um, <laughs> so, okay. 
of the of the people that you of the people the monsters that mm-hmm. you told me about, who would you want to get a drink with the most? Ooh. I mean, probably. Mm, that's a tough one. Definitely not the star spawn adversary because I mean, it's, it's like the only thing he's drinking is you. Um, <laughs> like I, I am not on the menu. Yeah, it's like that's a one way conversation. That's not you know the, the, the bag man. It's one of those like I don't want to risk upsetting this individual if he is real. Uh, so I guess the Lou Guru would probably be the one I go with the drink with because I mean if it's one of those like. Uh, standard lycanthropy rules like you know that's only happening like maybe once a full moon yeah once a month yeah once a month kind of thing so it's like the other times it's like you know totally fine could be a really cool dude yeah yeah and yeah. also just like you know and i mean dm allowance could you know you could probably play as one like there there are builds to play like oh. as werewolves oh like you could play a werewolf and that could be like part of the dynamic of the group is like you you, you could like treat it like he you the werewolf are either their friend mm-hmm. their ally or you're their prisoner and the party is there to watch you specifically kind of thing Ooh. or it's like you know you're going through some kind of like rehabilitation or they're your escort to get a cure etc so like there's a there's a ton of like plot hooks that you know for you to be playing as a werewolf kind of thing or you could just be a party of monsters like damn fears are a thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can play as a frankenstein monster <laughs> called a reborn but you know whatever ew yeah Gross. It's, it's fine. So, <laughs> if you if you were DMing a game mm-hmm. and you wanted to be the worst, which one of those guys would you put in? In the game? Yeah. Oh, I mean, probably all three. But <laughs> <laughs> all three in one game? Oh yeah. Well, uh, I guess okay. Starfucker and the Bagman seem like well, that's a great band name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a, 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 a oh god, a, a Iggy Pop or no, no, not Iggy Pop, but I'm. I'm God, David Bowie, uh, kind of yes, uh, yes, <laughs> cover band. Yes, Starfucker and the Starfucker and the Bagman. Yeah, um, great. I love it. Mm-hmm. They they seem like they are somehow intrinsically kind of linked, and they're like one is from the far, far, far away, fucked up madness, Eldritch mm-hmm. Hollow at the edge of space, and at some point that has got to collide with the void of nothing inside of the the bag of holding right mm-hmm. like yeah. I mean, bags maybe they holding. get drinks yeah, like maybe. yeah there's like an underground bar yeah or like it's just an out of dimension bar yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i want to go to that now i want to i want to go to the just bar. like look in the window not get in there because I... I might it might be great yeah, it might be might be terrible yeah. you might get torn apart for eons in a measurable amount of time Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, what else you got for me? Oh, I guess we can do a camera. Oh, god, no, that's too creepy. I guess we too can... creepy yeah, for uh, Spooky Saturday. Oh, uh, fair enough. Uh, uh, we just did something like that. Uh, we can talk about liches. Okay, those, those yes, tell me about the liches. The liches. Uh, they're, uh, fascinating because, um, they're, they're kind of the big bads of the D&D movie. Uh, they're the, one of the most, like, I guess, uh, iconic kind of villains in, like, all kind of... All fantasy. All fantasy. Like, Lich is, like, number one, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, not number one. Usually, it's just, like, a, either, either a dragon or a witch. Like, mm-hmm. they're pretty far fucking up there in Yeah, because, I mean, you know, world. gotta have an evil wizard that the, the whole goal is being immortal, and that's pretty much what liches are they're sorcerers wizards uh 
that seek to preserve the self so that they can delve into the darkest reaches of kind of like arcane study and kind of like, you know, basically live forever so that they can uh, learn forever uh-huh. <laughs> kind of thing. And, nerds. Uh, I know, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but the most, there's, but they're some like the most famous villains. Like Vecna was mm-hmm. uh, is a lich. Yes. Uh, uh, the bad guys from the D D movie, and also kind of like just uh, the the lore itself is uh, Zastam. I think is his name. He's a red robed wizard that became a lich um, uh, through worshiping the god of undeath Orcus and like mm. things like that. And uh, that's kind of like what the central plot. Is of the movie kind of like he's the he he's the Palpatine of the the D D universe. No. Oh, I thought it was Hugh Grant. No. <gasps> okay, don't ruin it for me. Yeah, now I'm excited because I don't know who Hugh Grant is, but that's so exciting. Don't spo- no. don't. I'm not gonna spoil it. Will. Uh. I'm definitely not showing you a picture. Stop! Of- <laughs> don't lie to them. They don't know. <laughs> they can't see. They're blind. So liches. Yeah. Uh, it's a, a, how one becomes a witch is a, apparently a close guarded secret. Like, it's one of those things that like, Wizards of the Coast kind of, uh, did, couldn't, uh, either they didn't want to, or they couldn't think of like, you know, or the, I guess it was more like they didn't want to like give players kind of like, here's how you become a witch kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's one of those, like, it's a closely guarded secret in the, the realms of D and D. And to, to understand that knowledge, you have to consult with gods of evil, death, or other such dark deities that will mm. give you that knowledge for a price kind of thing. Uh, and the, the second step is to kind of like create a flactory, which you put your soul into and then is kill yourself. Is Voldemort a lich? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Like the, the, the lich kind of like formula is all of it. It's like Sauron, Voldemort. Um, yes. Uh, yes. God, uh, there's there's others like the the horned king, uh, mm-hmm. the the uh, Rasputin for Anastasia. Yes. Uh, there's a ton of like examples of like lichdom, but they're not called liches. They're just are who they are. They're just dudes. Yeah, they're just dudes. Um, <laughs> doing their thing. <laughs> doing uh, their thing, hanging out, being yeah, chill. Yeah. And I, I and uh, it's one of those the the you have to like create the phylactery and create a potion of lichdom. Which one? Str- All of these sounds fake. The the, I mean, the flactory. Yeah. The the what the the potion li- of the lichdom. Po- the potion of lichdom. Mm-hmm. It's um it's 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 a lot because uh, uh it's one of those you, you have to create the flactory, cast a certain spell, uh and then drink the potion which will immediately kill you and then you get your soul departs your body and goes into the flactory and then that is a lot of trust to put into the potion of lichdom mm-hmm. I, I what mean... if it doesn't work can a player <laughs> become a lich yes <gasps> oh my god yeah yeah why it's would just... you do that i i mean i don't know it's it's i mean that could be entirely depending on the player like you could be playing an evil campaign then it's like you're just a wizard that's like people play evil campaigns yes i'm a lawful good i can't I'm, I'm straight up chaotic evil. I know we are the opposite, <laughs> but so why? Okay, so you run an evil campaign. Mm-hmm. You get your uh, flat, 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 <laughs> You get that. You get your your very difficult to make oh, potion of lichdom. It is. It is beyond. It is near impossible to make that potion. So if you made it, you deserve it. You've earned your lichdom. Yeah. Like it is. Like you have to get 
there's just a list of ingredients. Like you have to get several drops of like like nightshade and other kind of like flowers that are known for like their deadly poison and things mm-hmm. like that. But then you have to like get the still beating heart of a uh, a, a humanoid kind of creature that was murdered by poison. Uh, you have to like uh, That's so fast. You'd have to be like potion stab. Like mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's 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 one of those things. Like the, the the effort into getting in even one of these ingredients is just kind of like immense. Mm-hmm. Like it costs an insane amount of money, uh, and like about fifty weeks, I think, to create like a flag <gasps> itself. So you couldn't just like arbitrarily decide I want to be a lich. Like, oh no! You you have to go into a campaign going. This is my goal. Mm-hmm. Do you like if you were to do that like as a surprise to your party? Is there a way that you could become a lich as a surprise to your party? I mean, yes. Uh, that can be... I mean, uh, uh, your character can have ulterior motives, and they can keep that hidden from the group and only communicate their true desires to, like, the DM, mm. who can facilitate those kinds of uh, mm-hmm. uh, drama and, you know, kind of, like, you know, in- conflicts of interest kind of thing. And, I mean, uh, players are all welcome to share their secrets with one another, but it's just, you know, you can't metagame anything like that. So it's oh, like okay. if I told you that I wanted to be a lich and we were in a party together and your character would obviously be opposed to that kind of nonsense. Yes. It's like, you know, you as the player would be unable to kind of like thwart any attempts I would be making to mm. reach that goal unless it was like blatantly obvious or I told my character told you. Right. Kind of thing. So you just like in game. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you start seeing me collect these ingredients. You keep like, no, you can't do that. I know what you're doing. Like, like right. no, you don't. Like, no, you know, like you know. you'd have to be like, I'm going to poison that little rogue that we picked up, and I'm gonna stab them and cut out their heart. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna roll for that. And I'll be like, and I will roll to block. I don't know how the action works, but I mean, like no, that's, it, pretty, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, the fuck you aren't. Mm-hmm. Um throws yeah. dice down like yeah. i mean you, you can i mean it would still be like one of those things like you could still like try and block the action but the reasoning behind it would be not be because you know i'm trying to be a witch okay it have to be it has to be an immediate reason it can't be like thought mm-hmm. out you can't metagame yes okay yeah, yeah, very much yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. is that true of all things you can't metagame yeah okay yeah i mean it's just it, it i mean it, it's it's difficult because sometimes the the situation can be gray mm-hmm. in terms of like what is known. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you could know all about witchdom. Mm-hmm. You could know how witches are made, like because you studied a book or you know someone told you or something like that. And you could recognize the sign quicker than other players would. Mm. So it's just one of those like it. It's a fine line to kind of like straddle sometimes and it's one of those like you know that could lead to a little bit of in party conflict that could Ooh. be could be resolved in any number of ways oh yeah so, fist yeah. fights yeah shots yes in many sense of the word yeah oh okay yeah guns and alcohol yeah and vaccines yes <laughs> Surprise, you are protected. Um no! <laughs> no. Okay, so liches, have you run against a, a lich in any of your campaigns that you've A while ago. Like it was like one of my first kind of like iterations. Um uh, it might have been the Pathfinder one where we ran across ran across a lich. What uh, happened? Uh, I think we beat it. I don't. I don't. You're it, like it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago, and I'm pretty sure maybe my character died. I don't know, or I wasn't paying attention, or something. 
don't know. A lot of things happened. Uh, I, I don't remember anything specific about it. I just know that the, the, the lich was something we came across. So, at, you've said Vecna is a lich. I know that. He's one important one because he's the only one that my knowledge that like ascended to godhood. Oh, like he okay. became like a a, a a god of like uh, liches kind of thing, and like mm-hmm. that, that's why he's kind of like immensely powerful and like respected and like one of the first kind of like iconic villains of D anD. d Not because of his like left hand and eye, but are like considered artifacts. But he's also uh, engineered uh, the book of vile darkness. Mm. Like he wrote it and authored it, and it's it's the Necronomicon. Oh, okay, awesome. Like, yeah, it's so it's he amazing. wrote it. Yeah, he wrote the book. He wrote the book. Yeah. Um, not to make this about Stranger Things, but mm-hmm. being that Vecna, and if you haven't watched the most recent season of Stranger Things, you can just skip ahead because um, I'm going to ask. Uh, so being that Stranger Things kind of sets itself up to mirror kind of a campaign in a translation to the 80s, mm-hmm. and Vecna is still very much present as of right now in mm-hmm. the Stranger Things universe. Um, and forgive me for going off on a Stranger Things tangent, but this is the only thing I have access to as a D&D <laughs> type thing. What do you think is going to happen in regards to Vecna in season five of mm. Stranger Things? I th- uh, based on your D&D knowledge. Right. Uh, if I'm following the, the lore, mm-hmm. um, it, Vecna will uh, bring back Eddie Munson. As cast the yeah. red-handed, left-handed, the vampire cast. Yes, him. Yeah, I know yeah. some. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and because in the lore, cast is the one that betrays Vecna because he's his right-hand man. But then, mm-hmm. like, he gets Vecna, like, gifts him a cursed sword that basically starts whispering things in his ear. And he's like, "You can, you can take him." Uh, <laughs> you just gotta. What give a- him- fucked up thing i know right <laughs> <laughs> hey evil is as evil does uh, it's like you know <laughs> uh, uh and basically the cast kind of goes through th- goes through with it but it's kind of like unclear what the result was because when the smoke uh cleared both vecna and cast had like vanished mm. uh, no traces of their uh being could be found except for i think cast's sword okay which I, it has a name but i can't remember what it's called uh, uh, Vecna's left hand and eye, which, if you as a character kind of wield it, uh, you slowly get corrupted and turned into Vecna, kind of thing. Oh, okay. Like, it's kind of like a rebirth kind of thing. Okay. Um, at least that's my understanding of it. I could be slightly, I mean, it, it could depend. Nobody's got to hold it against you. I'm sorry. Um, you can't be the keeper of all of the lore. That's fair. You so are not the will of holding. <laughs> yet yet uh, um but uh, uh i think that like it might follow the same kind of steps they might try and like you know that could be a red herring or they could like you know try and like um uh, throw some, some loops to get to the same conclusion but i feel like eddie munson will come back uh but instead of a black blade it'll be his guitar like a vecna yeah, Vecna will give him a cursed guitar, and he'll look like the Iron Maiden cover kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then he'll, like, work with um, Vecna for a bit, be a major threat to the party kind of thing. And But then uh, maybe Eleven, I don't know, I, I feel like it should be someone else, <laughs> uh, uh, brings him... <laughs> if uh, you were going to write it, oh, how would you write it? I think it would be either Steve or Dustin. Because mm. I think those are the two people he close... The, the heart. Yeah, the you'd heart. Be, you'd be upset to see them... 
fucking about with Vecna as an audience. Oh, yeah. Or you think they're going to die. Um, I don't know. I I kind of go back and forth on this one. I don't... I want... I, I want most of the party to die. I kind of felt like that should have happened um, in the previous season. Don't even get me started. And I was just like, I mean, I understand, but also at the same time, I'm kind of like, it's Vecna. You gotta, you gotta, gotta give us more of that. Uh, <laughs> I'd venture to say the more, most horrific thing was the way that Max ended up at, at post Vecna. Yeah. No sight, no feeling, just there. Yeah, she's basically dead. Yeah. Um, I had a thought that maybe Will Byers, because there's no way that... Well, there's so many parallels between Vecna slash one and Will Byers. Like, mm-hmm. he's a special boy. He's sensitive. Like, but he doesn't have any powers yet. Mm-hmm. But he has been connected to the Mind Flayer and other, maybe even Vecna... Yeah, this I whole s- time. I assumed it was like a, a, a straight line to Vecna mm-hmm. since he was first captured kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had I theorized that like Will Byers will be the one that picks up Vecna's hand and eye and like he takes And that them? might be it. That might be it. All right. Save this little episode for when <laughs> season five comes out because <laughs> if Will is right, you owe him $5 on Venmo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's, I think, Given the way that the season seasons the story has gone with Stranger Things, I think leaving behind the the equivalent of his hand and eye um, to take over Will because mm-hmm. he's already like sus, you oh, know, yeah. like he's already like the poor like leave that poor little gay boy alone. I know. F- first off, <laughs> first of all, and you know, like this is weird to say, but he is like the most attractive member of the group, and yeah. they've done everything they can. To make that little gay boy look so nerdy. And I'm like, good luck. Noah Schnapp is a very good looking young mm, man. And mm. um, like, I'm just like, okay. Yeah, good luck. Good uh, luck. Um, I also just feel like that love story with him and um, God, Mike. 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 It's not going to go well. Like either he's going to go well. No, I mean, it's impossible. Like it's either the, the he's going to get his heart broken mm-hmm. so viciously mm-hmm. that he's like, Okay, I'm dark side now. Mm-hmm. Or Mike's gonna bite the dust, and that, that triggers it. I mean, that might be it. Yeah, like it's because he's gonna sacrifice himself for eleven, and then Will's gonna, you know, go after eleven. Go after he eleven. Took my love. Yeah, it's your fault. Um, but it's also kind of like the fifth season is final season, so it's kind of like right. Yes, it is. Also, in Will's drawing, mm. he draws the three headed dragon what is that i don't know i mean i'm it could be um maybe they're about to introduce another creature because i mean there's like a hydras and okay multi-headed dragons in the world of Mm dnd but if they were going to be kind of like you know cheeky or have some fun with it they would introduce tiamat who is a five-headed dragon. Okay. She's known as the queen of evil dragons. The oh. chromatic, or it's, I think it's chromatic, maybe metallic. Because there, there's different shades of dragons. And mm-hmm. in the world of D&D, one's good natured and the other one's evil. And of course. And she's the one that's like gave birth to the evil one. And she was like one of the primordial forces when the world was being created. And she kind of like, she's basically kind of like Lucifer. Okay. In, in, a, in a context, like she's not the devil because they 
have one of those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They've got one of those. Yeah, they got several, and Asmodeus is the actual, like, Lucifer of, of the D&D universe, but, like, Tiamat kind of has that same function in that fall from grace kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's very sneaky, very clever. She's uh, a, a god. Um, mm. And I don't know if that is... Uh, what that is going to be interpreted because that I mean that's a bit literal so I don't know if mm-hmm. that's like uh, Vecna's creating a dragon uh, or <laughs> could any... just be something that vaguely resembles a dragon because yeah. they have found equivalent it's like the you know Mind Flare doesn't exactly look like uh, Mind Flare but mm, yeah. I don't know I don't know what is okay back to the dungeons yeah, and yeah, the dragons yeah, yeah, yeah. what is the most unnerving slash scariest thing that you have experienced in playing Dungeons and Dragons in all of your time, from what you can remember. What I can remember. Um, there was a session uh, quite recently, uh, well, past couple of months, I guess, um, uh, where we as a party uh, went to uh, an island um, to kind of like deliver an onyx statue of uh, a goddess of um, I forget what her like dominion was but um, her name was Shar and she's like known for being pretty much an evil evil god Mm -hmm. Um, uh, when we got to the island it was uh, um, kind of embedded in necromancy and things like that and so we kind of got trapped in like a uh, a house that was infested with zombies and things like that. Oh. Um, uh, and the, um, it was, um, we had to find the governess um, who kind of like ran off into the woods when the, the, the kind of zombies started showing up. And when we found her, we found her being attacked by something called a revenant, which is a very vengeful spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, that's almost impossible to kill unless it's task. It's vengeance quest is complete kind of thing. Like that's the most direct way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was a very tough fight uh, for us to get through it at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> that, that was, it, it was a, a bit um, like very spooky and kind of like atmospherically very scary and things like that. And I just, it's one of those things that's like, uh, the character I was playing at the time was not very well equipped to handle undead beings at the time because mm-hmm. they have very specific, you know, you gotta do a headshot kind of thing. And, and most of my attacks were being very kind of like, you know, minimal. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was definitely like a, a, a bit of a crawl and there was a bit of a, uh, kind of like a sense of urgency surrounding the, the, the situation. So, so when you're playing, mm-hmm. um, I mean, in all circumstances, but in circumstances like that, uh, do you find that like you can really get lost in imagining the story as a collective group? Like you're seeing this house, you're all like you're not thinking about like mechanically in the game. You're like living a a story, basically. Mm-hmm. Is that is that like what you would say? Why play D and D? Is that is that like one of the like? Because that's what I'm hearing. Is that like you could to experience like a video game takes you in an immersive situation, but it's all cerebral immersion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I I would say that's like one of the uh, strong pulls, and there are a lot of times, especially with the current group that I'm in, where we definitely have kind of like a shared experience. Mm-hmm. 
going through the world and the situations and kind of like uh, we, we've definitely gotten better I feel like about like working off each other kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, I definitely view D&D as kind of like a, a very immensely helpful acting tool. Okay. Um, because um, and we're all actors that are playing it so it's very easy to kind of like you know fit into it but mm-hmm. it's um, it's like you, we're, we're, we're playing pretend we're doing basically the, the the script is all improv uh and but it's basically you're all imagining the world your character's motivations your backstory like uh what they're trying to accomplish is very much kind of like how you would break down a character in shakespeare or any mm-hmm. other kind of play it's like you know you're, you're reaching a goal mm-hmm. sometimes together with a secondary goal being your own uh, and then each of you have your own methods of accomplishing that goal and sometimes that can clash with others, but and that can lead to interesting situations, drama. Drama. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I think that's one of the big draws of that kind of like game. Yeah. Mm. So if you had to give people like a short list, like why play D and D, what would that be? Oh, um, it's fun. Uh, you get to do cool shit. Uh, <laughs> 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 like you know you, you get to uh, live out your dream of being your own hero or you can even like you know if you're like kind of uh feeling fun you can take a pop culture icon and play that character mm. uh the the potential to create your own story your own world your own universe is very alluring speaking of creating your own world and creating your own universes we have neglected to talk about this whole time how will stores <laughs> will stores s-t-o-r-r-s mm-hmm. sitting here in my office is a published author tell tell the people <laughs> sell your book oh okay oh god this is how's this the hardest part um, <laughs> uh, uh, the book is called uh, perdition falls uh, it's uh, book one of the Parabellum Knights with a K saga. Um, uh, it's a sci-fi fantasy, uh, neo-noir, cyberpunk kind of uh, th- a thriller of sorts. Um, it's uh, basically like pitch, elevator pitch. Uh, is It's like uh, um, Blade Runner, but with magic. Little Game of Thrones politics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely has a lot of like other influences involved. Like uh, there's Alien is involved kind of thing like or like the influence of the alien series as a Gordon weaver series is in there i uh uh pulled uh quite a few things from D D or was inspired by it um in terms of like world building or like uh kind of like how magic looks uh, in the universe i i tried to come up with my own little system of like what fuels it kind of thing and it's mm-hmm. all very like philosophical kind of like uh, uh, what connects you to your your power, kind of thing, and it's the the bad guys like all about teaching certain characters about like pain is a great um, uh, motivator or a very good source to connect it to. So it's like these characters all kind of like have a history with causing pain or being involved in pain somehow, um, either to, to varying degrees. Um, I mean, one of them was a war criminal. Um, <laughs> so it's like he, he's very much versed in the idea of like, you know, torture, running death camps and things like that. So it's like he, he his history with pain and moral dubiousness, even though he thought he was doing it in the name of like, 
and uh, rebelling against an unjust empire kind of thing is very much um it's still very complicated kind of a uh, uh, source of of power for him so it's like the the there's this little kind of like thread of him starting out in the story not being able to accomplish quote it sounds bad when talking about like what he what he did do and like what he thinks he should be able to do again mm-hmm. uh maybe not to the same degree but like you know he thinks he should still have that power but it's he's not able to do that anymore because he's being leashed by the government he failed to overthrow so it's one of those um he is being taught through the course of the book uh how to harness the concept of pain whether it's to himself or to others and just or in a kind of very social sense um to turn that into a very raw kind of like tangible magic hell yeah Hell yeah. Where can people get this book, Will? Oh, um, uh, uh, it's currently available on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, and uh, there's a, a few copies available at uh, Barnes & Noble. If you're lucky. Yeah. It's already sold out once. So um, good luck. Yeah. Limited, limited availability on that one. Uh, but I'm trying to correct that. Um, but yeah, Amazon is the surefire way to get that. Yeah. That's so fucking cool (laughs) can people follow you for like updates on like if it's going to be available elsewhere like do you have like a social media page or i I have a few uh i have an instagram uh will stores official uh and then there's also the tiktok same name um uh, that's where i post most of the kind of like uh uh, official kind of uh, updates about current projects future projects and the status of perdition falls itself and guys, listen, I have read a little bit of it. Now, forgive me. I'm a slow reader. <laughs> um, it's not my nature, but it's I wouldn't talk about it on the podcast if it weren't worth reading. So I think you all should check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Go buy that book. <laughs> buy it on Amazon. You'll get it in two days. Yep. It's a beautiful copy, paperback, mm-hmm. tons of pages, excellent quality. Like, what more? could you fucking want <laughs> out of a book now i know i not to sound like one of those sponsored ads like i was looking for a mattress so i went to no no this like <laughs> i have trouble deciding what to read mm-hmm. myself like i have pretty much only horror books but like <laughs> <laughs> there's only so many times you can read uh the haunting of hill house so like <laughs> this is your recommendation for the month of maybe this comes out in April. I don't know. Maybe I'll we'll let it go on the day that Will Soares has a signing mm-hmm. as a published author. Will Soares, W I L L S T O R R S. Will Soares official. Uh, Perdition Falls, Volume One. Mm-hmm. Book One. Book One. Mm-hmm. Parabellum Nights. Yep. I can't read. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you can. <laughs> and um, you should. And this you one. should. Uh, that, this has been such an informative little episode. It's so rare for me not to know what the fuck is going to happen on an episode. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I've seen all the movies. I know all the monsters. <laughs> These I don't know. Mm-mm. And now it just makes me excited to go see the Dungeons and Dragons movie because I feel like I'll know a little bit more going into it. 
And, you know, it's always a pleasure to have you here. And I'm so well, glad that people get to hear you talk this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was so surprised. I was like, oh, man, I actually know something this time. <laughs> <laughs> you knew stuff. You knew stuff in the Hellraiser episode. We were just like. And if you could hear that, you win $5 um, from the universe. And it will deliver it to you when you most need it. Mm. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to say before we close out and say goodbye? No. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> At Will Store's official, uh, Perdition Falls available on Amazon for the so reasonable, almost steal of $14.99. You can have it in your hands in two days. It will be there, probably two days yeah yeah two days prime it's prime baby <laughs> um <laughs> thank you all so much for listening saturday is my favorite day because i get to do shit like this with my friends and with all of you who are my friends as well so make sure to tune in next saturday for something i don't know what it is because i don't have my calendar in front of me but i have enjoyed this saturday with all of you stay safe Stay hydrated, and as always, stay spooky, everybody. I'll see you next Saturday. Bye-bye!